0: welcome. I'm podcasting on my own today because this may be the very last podcast you ever get from me. I'm really not being dramatic. I woke up this morning to a really unsavory text message. This text message was from my father and it read, California issued an earthquake alert till next Tuesday. Make sure your gas tank is full. You have a lot of cash, water, walking shoes in your truck. Be ready to walk home from wherever you are. Think about whose house you would go to if you had to leave your house and how would you get there? Remember, in capital letters, all capital letters, if things are really bad, you have 36 hours to get out of the city before anarchy starts. Um, what? Dad? I can't die now. I'm single. So naturally I'm freaking out. A little backstory. I'm like really freaked out about earthquakes like I don't feel like I'm somebody who like gets scared of that much but for some reason earthquakes really freak me out like the idea of like you know me being here with my dogs and like some like something falling through the ceiling and then I'm like it's like stabbed me in the stomach and I'm like having to lay there and slowly die like thinking about the fact that like I'm single and no one is giving a shit to come and save me. Like that freaks my brain out. You know? I mean, I can't die alone. This can't happen. I can't die before I interview Emma Roberts. And I didn't even get that cute baseball cap that I ordered from Revolvin' yet, and like that cap would be perfect in a natural disaster. And dad, what do you mean walking shoes? like what are walking shoes is that a specific type of shoe are we talking about my sneakery thing shoes because my new like slip on sneakery things the navy blue ones with the the sparkly rhinestones on them fire they're really comfortable and i feel like they'd be really good in a natural disaster so this is why it might be my last podcast I have, let's see, it's Saturday. I have the rest of today, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I have three and a half days to survive. Right now, I am surviving the prospect of an earthquake and I'm gearing up to survive the earthquake. So like when my dad texted me this, um, I just got out of bed and remember that dude that didn't watch TV and I thought he was a serial killer because he didn't watch TV? Well, you know what? I'm gonna call him. His nickname will be American Psycho. Okay. Sometimes I'll say AP. So, like, if you're not fo- if you're not, fo- just remember that American Psycho slash AP. Well, first of all, I think he very much has his serial killer capabilities still, but I'm intrigued by it, so that's cool. So he was over, and pretty sure he would be a survivor because of his serial killer tendency. So I'm like, dude if there's an earthquake, call me, like come save me or text me your address and I'll drive over to yours. Because like, I feel like serial killer-ish people like can handle themselves, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like trying to align myself with the right people. I texted all of my friends, I used all of the group chats and even like people that I don't even like that much. And I'm like, um, hey couples, Because everyone in these group chats are couples. I'm like, um, so there's like an earthquake about to happen and I'm single. So can someone let me like crash on their couch for the next few days? Because really don't want to go through this stitch alone. I'm like, you know what? I choose Tom and Katie because I feel like if I stayed at their house, well, first of all, like their apartment's really big. Katie has a loft so I can sleep up there. They drink a lot with me. And, like, there'd be so many fun, like, funny Snapchats to be had, like, during the earthquake time. Anyway, so I was talking to American Psycho um, about this earthquake thing over, like, coffee and iced tea. And I'm like, you know what? I realize now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of realizing why I'm scared of earthquakes. I was in the 1994 Northridge earthquake here in California um, I was with my mom we were visiting my uncle I remember I was in staying in my uncle's room sleeping in bed with my mom and he had like a pet tarantula and a pet scorpion and so what I remember is all of a sudden everything starts shaking my mom like hurls her body on top of mine but my face is still out so I'm I'm facing my face is facing the scorpion cage thing glass tank thing and the tarantula one I'm watching bookshelves fall on us fall on my mom like everything's just falling and then I see the tarantula glass case and the scorpion glass case fall and break and all I could think about that whole entire time during that earthquake was holy fuck that scorpion or tarantula is gonna climb up my bed into the sheets they don't give a fuck about no earthquake and they're gonna bite me it was the, it's probably the most, what, I was five years old. So what was that? Maybe 1993 or no, 1984. yeah, 1984. I was five years old and that's all I could think about. A five-year-old child just thinking about like, holy shit. I don't know what this is, this earthquake thing, but there's a tarantula on the loose. Somebody do something. So besides that, once it was over, my mom took me, you know, we were able to like get outside and, and I remember she wouldn't let me look at anything because uh, I guess there was so much destruction and like so m- many people hurt and all that. And I snuck a peek really quick. And all and so and obviously I know this isn't what I saw, but it was the only because you remember things differently. But the way that I remembered it as a child and how I still do was that there was like all I could see was some giant, large fire beam light thing, almost as if freaking an Independence Day, like that spaceship was just beaming down fire. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Tarantula, scorpions, and aliens beaming fire? You're right, mom. I don't want to look. So that's my memory of an earthquake. Cut to age 16, 16 17. Hurricane Katrina okay we evacuated but you don't have that much time to evacuate when you get a hurricane warning so while we were all on the road back to back track like I mean bumper to bumper traffic like it took us like 20 hours to like m- like go two miles it was insane but I saw People going crazy and stealing and looting and hurting each other. I saw like the human race turning on each other and the hurricane hadn't even got there yet. It was traumatizing. So I want to put those two things together, those two memories, the memory I have of the earthquake and the memory I have of how society reacts once shit goes down. And yeah, I'm really fucking scared because if there's an earthquake and I'm by myself and I scurry out of my apartment for sure gonna get raped, for sure. I can't fight anyone off, and if they see my sparkly sneakery shoes, then they're just gonna like rob me after I'm raped. You know? I for sure would not make it alone in a natural disaster. I mean, look at me, you know what I mean? I eat too much ranch, I drink too much, I don't work out enough, I need to get fit, I need to listen to my dad, go buy a bunch of water, put some walking shoes in my car, maybe a few bottles of wine and like be prepared. But then when I was thinking I was like, well, if there's an earthquake and my car's in the garage, like the way that my apartment's garage is set up, that car's not going to get out of there. First the things like my my like driveway is so fucking narrow that 100% it would break and like come crumbling down and be like, "Cool." So like I listened to my dad and I stocked up my car with everything and I can't even use my car that would happen to me. So naturally um, I'm panicking a little. So I explained this to American Psycho today. Like this is, I, thank you for walking me through, talking me through this American Psycho. I now realize why I'm afraid of earthquakes. You know, I'm not afraid of murderers. I'm not afraid of serial killers. I'm not afraid of like ghosts or exorcisms, but I am fucking afraid of earthquakes. And there's so many things I haven't done yet. I mean, can you think of anything more depressing than like a single girl alone in her apartment during an earthquake dying? You bet your ass if my phone is in my hand while I'm dying, I will be Snapchatting that, f- that shit with the pretty filter. My last moments will totally be with the pretty filter. And I'm really expecting all of y'all to like, Put that shit on Daily Mail and everything for a long time. Although the thing is, if there is an actual earthquake, lots of celebrities could die. And I'm not really like a celebrity. I'm just like kind of well-known. So then nobody's going to really give a shit that I died. So now the story is even more depressing. It's a lose-lose situation. I don't get to go down a hero because there are going to be so many other cooler, more popular heroes with more Instagram followers. They're not going to care about me. So... I really am like going to put it out there into the world right now. Like put the energy out there that nothing happens because I'm kind of getting freaked out. You know, at least American Psycho knows like, hmm, if this goes down, I think I should check on her. And then, you know, I think Mr. Um, I think that would be nice. He would actually be a really good natural disaster partner as well. He's like soups handy and capable and shit. You know what I mean? He like Builds decks and stuff like it's his whole house like he like built it I'm like, wait what like that nail right there like this wall like what do you mean drywall like what is what do you mean insulation? what do you mean you just put together like automatic blinds that just like go down when you clap like you did all this yourself I'm pretty sure he like I'm pretty sure his favorite pastime is watching youtube tur- tutorials. Or like sending vague texts and mixed messages. Yeah, yeah. I think I feel like in and out, in some sort of apop- apocalypse or natural disaster, like he would he would be good. So he's capable. Okay. So there are two people, two two capable men. I could I could maybe bother with a text, but pretty sure Mister. I think that would be nice. Wouldn't respond to my text. So I think I'm gonna stick with American Psycho. Side note though, speaking of, um, uh, mister, I think that would be nice. I went to lunch with him yesterday and he dropped a, a major, major bomb on me. All of a sudden, like, there was like a moment of silence and he, and I was looking down, like, I wasn't even looking at him. And I hear, so I listened to one of your podcasts. Oh, fuck. No, My heart literally sunk into my asshole and I panicked and I had to get out my inhaler. I don't normally use an inhaler, but like I have like I'm getting over like some bronchitis thing. So like I have one right now and I literally had to just like inhale because I didn't know what else to do with myself and I just felt myself panic. And for some reason, the look of an inhaler makes me think it would make me feel better. Um, so then he's like, what's why are you doing that? I'm like mm, which? Episode did you listen to? And he goes, uh, the one where you were you with Kristen and Carter, where pretty sure they don't like me anymore. (laughs) Where you talk about going to Bora Bora to hora hora it up, and how you'll never do anal. (laughs) No why why do I do this to myself I'm mortified so I'm responding I'm like I I told you not to listen to my podcast I said that specifically I tell men whoever I'm go on dates with please do not listen to my podcast like if I embarrass myself on it so then I had to like really explain myself and he was okay with it. He's like, it really, honestly, wasn't that bad. Like, I, I expected it to be worse. And I'm like, oh, so you're aware that you're an asshole? That's fun. Um, but he said it wasn't that bad. Uh, that he appreciates me not using his name. And uh, we went on our merry way. And then, like, late last night, I'm like, fuck. Actually, like, I feel bad. I'm like, I feel like I need to explain myself. And so, like, I got me, like, I, it got me thinking, like. What my goal is with the podcast, like, should I keep doing this? Should I keep exposing private parts of my life? Not my private parts, like vagina, like private parts, like private aspects of my life. Because is this going to like scare somebody off? Am I just, is this only perpetuating my forever aloneness? So I thought about it and I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? Like when I started this podcast, I knew that I wanted to make you, you listening, feel less alone or that your thoughts are normal and everything that you're going through and everything you're feeling and every psycho thing that comes out of your mouth or every crazy thing you say, we're all doing it too. You know what I mean? Relating to women as if they're my best friends It makes me happier and more fulfilled Than seriously like Any dude's affection or like Or like any orgasm Seriously And I'm thankful for you And Fuck it If a dude doesn't like it Fuck him You know what I mean So With that said I'm just basically saying that I appreciate you guys And I would really like you to pray for my survival. Um, if you're listening to this, hopefully that means the earthquake didn't come. Although, no, because I'm going to send this in in a little bit. So even if I die in an earthquake, it'll be posted. So these will be my last moments if I don't get to Snapchat my death with a pretty filter or maybe the deer filter so that I can like talk With like a funny voice or I could Facebook live or periscope my death. Like so many options. I'm going to have to be like live tweet, live Instagram, Snapchat. There's too many social media things that I have to keep up with That Like while I'm dying, I'm going to be so overwhelmed. I almost feel like I should go spend all my money right now, you know, or like go on. Why didn't I go to Charleston this weekend? You know? I would have been safe. Like, do I go to Neiman Marcus right now and just, like, blow, blow all my money? What do people do when they're facing death? What do people do when they're told they only have a few days to live? Because I've just been told I only have a few days to live. Should I text my mom? I mean, it'd be nice to get laid one last time, you know what I mean? Like, all of these thoughts are going through my head, and I just don't know how to process it. Honestly at least if i have like wine while i'm on this like journey of survival like i'll be okay i literally am gonna stock my car full of wine and you know what wine i'm gonna stock it with uh club w wine uh yeah let's get into that right now real fast um I I say this all the time. I'm really fucking lazy. I like convenience. That's why I'm not going to survive an earthquake or a natural disaster. But to get back to the point, um, that's why I like to order my wine so that it's delivered to my door. I do that with ClubW.com. When you go to ClubW.com, you take a little six-question quiz about your palate and what you like in wine. And it's not anything complicated. It's super, super easy. And then they'll tell you which wines are right for you they'll recommend things for you you can order as little amount of bottles as you want or as as many as you want and what i really like about this is that it forces you to learn more about wine because you're trying different brands and varietals oh good look where i pulled that out from varietals uh different varietals that you haven't tried before so you're becoming like more worldly with Club W. Uh, if you go to clubw.com slash Stassi right now, I'm offering you $20 off your first order. In addition to that, if you get order four bottles or more, they are going, we are going to take care. Well, they're doing it. I like to say that I'm, pay, I'm like taking care of your shipping, but like it's really not me. They are. Sorry, Club W. So they are going to get, they are going to take care of your shipping you know, and I'm telling you, shipping gets really expensive when you're ordering lots of bottles of wine. I mean, that shit's heavy. So go to clubw.com slash $20 off your first order, ship in on the house with four bottles of wine or more. When it comes to your door, put it in your car in case of a natural disaster emergency. Okay. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Like Back to earthquake shit. You know, I was actually thinking, when did my dad turn the earthquake into like the purge? Like anarchy, dad, that word is so fucking aggressive. That's so freaking aggressive. Like I was explaining in a nicer way. Yeah, freaks me out when human beings turn on each other, when they're in a state of like emergency and they kill each other, loot things. It's like they lose all morals, like they lose everything. It's never made sense to me. It's freaky. But the word anarchy, dad, that shit is so aggressive. It's just as aggressive as when someone calls me on the phone without warning me. That's the worst. Like, who does that? If you're somebody that does that, like, unless it's like you're calling your mom or your husband or your children or your dad or your sister, like, we need warnings. Like, what kind of mental person are you that you think you can just call someone random, even worse? FaceTime, my drunk New Orleans friends who, who I hadn't talked to in a really long time, FaceTimed me yesterday with no warning. Luckily, I wasn't doing anything. So like it was really nice to see their faces. But what if I would have just like, what if I was just like in bed, like and I just saw that, that shocking screen pop up, like it's freaky, like, oh, my God. Without a warning, like there's a reason we have iMessage. Oh my God, speaking of iMessage and to relate it back to American Psycho, American Psycho has its texts so that I can see when it's read. Best thing ever or weirdest thing ever? I mean, because now I know he, he never ignores me, but like, who would want people to know that? Oh my God, do you know how much trouble I would get in with everyone? Like, I never respond to anything. I'm the worst. I've said this a million times. I suck at the phone. I suck at emails. I suck at texts. I suck at all of that. I'm good at Snapchat, but I suck at all the rest of it. And if I had like the red, red at 5.37 p.m., if I had that, I would have no friends. I actually probably wouldn't even have a job because my bosses would see that and they'd be like, you're a skank, you're done. Fired. You know what else I'll need if there's an earthquake? Underwear, underwear, underwear. So will your boyfriend's. Not that I have one or care. Yo, you're not going to want to wear like gross, nasty underwear. If you're in a natural disaster and you only have like a few articles of clothing, you're going to want those articles of clothing to be special. You know what I mean? Mack Weldon underwear is the only men's underwear that's special. I like my men in Mack Weldon underwear. I'm telling you, when Patrick and I broke up, like one of the, first times, <laughs> he told me that he used my code for Mac Weldon to get underwear. That's like my favorite part. Like, you know, someone's obsessed with like a certain brand when they're like, I hate this person, but I'm going to use her code to get this awesome underwear. Anyway, let me explain what's so great about Mac Weldon. Um, not only is the look really chic, it's like James Bond looking underwear, like only hot people wear this type of underwear. So, Even if like you're like a two when you put on these underwear, it's like you're a four point five. You know what I mean? But besides the fact that it looks great and the website's really chic and like cool um, and modern, it's they're really, really comfortable. And that's because they have they've created their own fabric that's called the 18 hour jersey because it sits unrolled for 18 hours before it's cut. So because of that, it makes it the most comfortable underwear like ever. Um, I know this because, again, because of my bo- my ex-boyfriend and all of that stuff. But right now, if you use my promo code Stassi, you get 20% off your entire order. And 20% off goes a long way. Um, that's MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Use my promo code Stassi and make sure the men in your life look like f- freaking... I don't know, the Hemsworth brothers when they're traveling during their natural disaster. Okay, guys. I think I gotta go get my laundry out of the dryer. Not sure why I'm even doing laundry because I'm gonna be dead soon. That sounded so morbid and weird. It like sounded real when I said that. Oh my God, I really hope I don't die. Like, I'm joking. Please God, no, don't. I really don't want to die. You know, American Psycho this morning asked me, why are you so afraid of dying? Um, that's what a serial killer would say, AP. Like, you can't ask people questions like that when you already seem like you have serial killer tendencies. Use your brain, you know? And by the way, the reason why he has serial killer tendencies is not just because he, like, I mean, we do, like, discuss, like, morbid shit. So, like, I'm like, you're you the only other person I know that can, like, really handle, um my weird interests, but he's also like really, really smart, like freakishly smart, like, like computer stuff, smart math, smart, like understands, like, like reads, like probably like textbooks for fun smarts, you know? So like, I just feel like when you have somebody that's like, okay with like morbid talk, and then you also have the brain capacity to set up a murder and get away with it, like destined to be a murderer. You know what I mean? So, Don't ask me why I'm so scared of dying because I don't want to be your next victim, AP. But like, who's not afraid of dying? The only time I'm not afraid of dying is when I'm in an airplane because I love flying so much. And I have this theory that like, like if I died in an airplane, it really wouldn't be that bad. I feel like if it exploded, that would be quick. I wouldn't even feel it. Or if it like just started to nosedive, well, I'd pass out, then we'd crash. So I wouldn't feel that either. So like, I don't see how that could be bad. You know, I'm working through my thoughts with this. But anyway, I have to get back to my chores. Um, I love you guys. I love you, Khaleesi's. I love you, Jon Snow's. Um, it has been an honor to serve you it has been an honor to be in this khaleesi community it's been an honor to read your emails your tweets your messages your comments whatever your stories all of it it has been an honor and i really hope that this is this isn't the last time you'll hear from me and i hope that if I died already, you watched my Snapchat story and found a way to save it. Um I just love y'all so much. I really hope that I'm I survive so that like at least until I can interview Emma Roberts. I mean, that would really suck. Like really. I've been trying for a year to get Emma Roberts on my podcast. Finally, she says yes and says, "You can do it at Scream Queen set." And then I die. Like, really, God? Like, I can you think of anything worse? At least I just recently got my gels done so I'm, my nails will be done for my death. Okay. Farewell. Bye, Khaleesi's.